You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. It was a heartbreaker in Kennesaw for men's basketball. We'll break down the game and share some silver linings moving forward for the Flames program. Plus, we set things straight with Joe Yock's mile time, when his training will begin, and when you should mark your calendar for the big race day. It's the Flame Central Podcast, powered by Alcova Mortgage. Welcome inside the Flame Central Podcast Studios, which are powered by Alcova Mortgage. Oh, are the studios powered too? I don't know. Oh, the whole tra- yeah. We got to draw a line somewhere. No, no, the whole uh, kid kaboom. Yeah. Who is ready for the most depressing no. 30 minutes? Listen. Stop it. Listen. Stop. It is so depressing. No, That's not you guys how aren't you, invested. Stop. This is not how you get yes. people to listen longer than 45 <laughs> seconds. Somebody right now yeah. said, just turn yeah. it off. I've depressed long enough. You don't want to have to do these Bring shows. Out of the depression. Uh, but listen, are we professionals? Yes, we got yes. it. Yes. Can we it. can we talk about this in the right context and perspective? Gives Lynn some perspective okay. here in an emotional time. Will you yes. Get your, will you get your head right? Yeah, come on. No. Get your head right. Come on. This is why I make so emotional. I'm, I'm so emotional. Will you find I'm some super... lessons in the losing, Emily? I know. Come on. We've been talking about that you way tell too us that much. every I know. day. I know. You are special. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was it was a nail biter from the tip, and it was a heartbreaker. Just okay. First of all, before Emily was we even there. get okay, first, let's put that out there. Yeah. Emily was in the building, the only one of the three of us <laughs> that was there. Let's give her some credit. She got up early. What time did you leave Lynchburg? Um, got up at four. We left. We were wheels up at five thirty. Not up. Down. They were driving. Yeah. Oh, Don't, sorry. Let's get that no, straight. No, they no. did not have a, the, the, the Flame Central jet was not available. <laughs> when are we going to yeah. get a Flame yeah. Central jet yeah. powered? Yeah. Yeah. That, that could happen. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's probably in our future. There's potential. Um, so, yeah, we drove, hit the road at 530, got there around like 1230, um, went to the Flames Club, uh, little get-together and, okay. and, and stuff, which was, I mean, I was shocked by how many – Flames fans. There was, there was, fans. There was, you can see on TV. Yeah. There was crowd. one point during the game where LU, an LU chant started, and like all the Kennesaw State kids were like, wait, that's yeah. not KSU yeah. chant. That's yeah. an LU chant. And like they started doing the KSU chant. And that's chant. a lot of letters th- coming out of KSU students. Like, yeah, it's a lot for them to take <laughs> oh, it. Like, yeah. whoa, what? Like, oh, yeah. you should. Their, their <laughs> halftime chant, it's like K, NSAW. And S, and then they were spelling state, I think. I, it was, like, <laughs> the worst chance. Uh, like, they just, the but, but I will say, they have this, um, the band, like, plays this song. that they you start don't swaying and go stuff. To war with the owls. I'm telling you right now, it's we good. need a chant like that. Because that chant, home court advantage is so real yeah. in the postseason. And going into this, we talked about it might be spring break spring theory. Break. Throw it in the trash. <laughs> Throw it in the trash. Your spring break theory. I apologize. It was really bad. I had a lot of people text me beforehand, really interested to see how your spring break theory turns out. Turns out garbage. When I saw complete garbage. Up, when I saw him put up the attendance, <laughs> yeah. like record crowd, 3,800 yeah. 3, yeah. or whatever. You I was like, what? oh, there Cre- goes mass spring break attendance. Credit to them. Yeah. Those students real. stuck around. You know, they weren't, they didn't flake out. They were there. They weren't thinking about the beach. They showed up. I'm right telling you right now, the home court advantage was real. Yeah. And I'm not, call me a Karen, but listen up. <laughs> Nobody's ever called you a Karen. <laughs> <laughs> call me a Karen. 
Yeah. I have, and this is a humble brag, I have been to so many basketball arenas, almost every NBA arena, a ton yeah. of college games. You're well-traveled. Never yeah. have I ever heard an MC mic. Like the PA guy. It, like the PA guy. And it, it was like the, the not even the PA guy, but it was also the, the you know, timeout guy oh, that would come out. And what was the deal? It was so loud. Like my head was throbbing. And I saw that some people were talking about it too on, on Twitter. Like, you're effective. Like, you're great. You're bringing the energy. Like, but it was way, way too, too loud. loud. Mm -hmm. Like, way too loud. Like, I had to hold my ears, and maybe my these ears kids, are sensitive. These and kids, I kids, they're loud music. And loud noise. rock and roll yeah. music. No, but it would have been music. so much. It would have been just Listening as effective. Listening to their Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> yeah. It was... Poison. It was yeah. disturbing. Yeah. It was disturbing how loud it was. Yeah. You guys are annoying. Okay. So, <laughs> so um, no, home court advantage yeah, was it, real. Uh, yeah, and I think yeah. that that um, did shake up the flames a little bit. Like playing in a hostile environment like that sure. is really, really difficult when the championship is on the line. That first meeting, uh, we knew how important that was. Right. And it goes back to like the scheduling of the A sign. Why was it, you know, but it, but I mean, when you look back at the preseason standings, nobody really knew Kennesaw was going to be this good. They were right. projected, I think, eighth. eighth. Yeah. Eight. Which is, so yeah. the preseason rankings were a horrible dumpster fire. Like, right. They were not even close to accurate. Yeah. And um, mm -hmm. let's just throw it out there the A sign didn't want Liberty to win. No, get out of here. Because <laughs> Kennesaw's leaving just too. Just stop people, I've heard people saying it. it's like yeah. Kennesaw's leaving too. Yeah. They're just leaving a year yeah. later. Give no? Kennesaw State full credit yeah. where credit is due. That guy's built a program there mm. from the ground up. Yeah. And that team Fair is tough. a mentally tough team. And, and you got to give them 100% credit. They're probably credit. the most athletic team in all the yeah. A sign. Like, when you just yeah. look at what they throw out there in the court and the way they defend, yeah. like, the way that they were able to defend Liberty, the athletes that they have out there on the floor, like, they're very, very athletic. Body. It it was a physical game. It and was. You could definitely tell that, well, you know, like, Shiloh, Zach Cleveland, a lot of guys stepped up to the plate um, to match that physicality. Zach but Cleveland. Was, How great was Zach Cleveland? That kid is a dog. How great like, was that kid? He wants it. And he yes. has that edge, yeah. you know? He like, wants he has the that physicality. And, and I'll say this, before we get into kind of breaking down some of the points of the game or whatever, like, what is a it. big takeaway from this postseason run? It's that Colin Porter and Zach Cleveland are dudes. Yeah. yeah. And they are going to be good moving forward. The, the spotlight, the stage, not too big. Uh, Porter again hits the game tying three late after the career performance in the semifinal. Zach Cleveland comes out. What did he finish with? Seven points, seven rebounds. Like he was a factor, not just in this game, he was a factor in the semifinal game as well. Like those guys are going to be really good. Moving I forward. thought he was even again to get, I was wanting him to give me like, you know, the more cowbell thing. Yeah. I was feeling like, give me more Zach Cleveland, yeah. right? Because yeah. he was, mm -hmm. they, he's the guy they weren't expecting. And the, and the broadcast, they talked yeah. about that role player that comes off and, and does a really good job. He was doing that. So I thought we were going to get a little bit more, but man. He grinded, yeah. he battled, and then for and then for Colin to step up late in the game like that when when Darius was yeah. having a rough rough day uh, and to drain that three that man that was yeah, it was exciting. It yeah, was. and I and I will admit that I I tweeted something um, I think at half or just before half that was like listen Darius hasn't hit a three yet. There's an and the and the Flames are leading by two. Same yeah. situation right. a few games ago. That's so why I, I was texting somebody and saying, like, and again, I, I watched the first half on my phone while I was helping call the baseball game. So <laughs> how invested take, were you? Take with a grain of salt, maybe <laughs> any analysis I might have about the first half. It was a little, you know, I didn't exactly have all my focus there. But like I texted somebody, I'm like, is it fair to say that it's like it could have been better 
but it definitely could have been way worse oh, yeah. after that first half when you're leading by two. Sure, there were some felt like there were some shots around the rim that you couldn't quite convert. Could have yeah. been better, but yeah. man, with yeah. Darius struggling in the first half to yeah. be leading by two, you absolutely would have taken that on the road. Yeah, I mean, with Darius struggling, you know, for for the for the game, it was it was such the epitome of what Liberty basketball is. Mm. It's like that was a true team. You know, yeah. I know the end result didn't get you know where where them as players, fans, and everybody didn't want it to be, but. To see as he struggled, how all the other guys yeah. picked it up. Kyle Rowe, nobody. Season. Kyle right? Rowe was, yeah. I mean, that like you, like senior leadership. Yeah. You know, from a freshman like Colin to a senior like Kyle yeah. to Zach Cleveland coming off the bench. Like you start going through the list. Like this truly was like, you know what? If one guy's down, the rest of the guys will pick him up. There was never a panic button press. It yeah. was like, we're going to fight. We're going to grind. This is who we are as a team. It's our personality. This is everything that we've become. And to them to step up, and it says a lot, one, what they think about Darius, yeah. right? right? Like like how much respect they have for him. Like we want to get this done, not just for him, but as a team, as a whole. And then to actually do it and be right there yeah. with a chance to win that game, with, like you said, with them struggling the way that they did uh, – I thought it was a phenomenal team effort by them. Yeah, it's nothing against last year's team, but when you do look back to last year when Darius wasn't producing and and he would not necessarily fold, but, like, the rest of the team would just go down with him. You can see how these guys have grown from last sure. season of, like, okay, Darius isn't hitting shots. I got to do something. Yeah. I got to step up. So that is good to see that growth. And then you have the addition of two awesome freshmen that are yeah. that are not afraid of the big moment and, and what that's going to do. With, without Darius McGee, you know that's yeah. the concern of like how are we going to replace that Darius McGee? And yeah, they they're going into a different conference that I'm assuming is going to be more competitive um, than the A Sun. But I, it it is good to see like the growth and there. Let, let me tell you something about the post game um, presser from McKay. Like these guys were heartbroken. Yeah, I mean, and that's not like we obviously didn't want that to happen. Sure, but. It, these guys were invested, and and they like Coach McKay was saying, they say real men don't cry. Matt Warner cries in his office yeah. all the time. So yeah, Matt's that's cried like, on my shoulder a yeah. few times. Yeah, after that pickleball. Loss. After we lost. No, but but it is good to like. <laughs> that's not true. It is good to like feel that loss, right? Because that's going to make them hungry for the well, future, and, want and them to care. you want them to care. And and I think that this team, um, they really wanted it for Darius. I will say. I don't. I think it was in the first half, so I know you were calling a baseball game. But did you see where like something happened with Darius' yeah, elbow? Yeah, so he got hit the funny. Or that, like, and that, yeah, and so we don't, don't know, know any any details, but yeah, he was kind of like flexing his hand and kind of yeah. doing one of those. And so, some of those shots that you saw him in the second half that just missed everything. Yeah. I mean, something was never odd. Have seen that. But the bottom mm-hmm. line is, with this game, and we talk about the final, you know, foul call, and I think it was a foul. And you know me, we've talked some about it in different scenarios over the years, like. I'm a, if it's a foul, it's a foul. Call it. You don't get to pick these, like, mm, arbitrary, yeah. like, oh, if it's within 30 seconds of the end of the game, we don't call it. Oh, if it's within a minute, oh, like, you don't get to do that. If it's a foul, it's a foul. Yeah. I think it was. But the bottom line is for Liberty, your team that averaged over 10 threes made per game, you made five. Yeah. Uh, your team that averaged 74% shooting from the free throw line, you shot 64%. Like, so it's not just that final play. Sure. And you feel bad for Isaiah Warfield that was in that spot and got called for the foul. Because like any athlete, you're going to put that on yourself. Yeah. And it's not. It's not. There's so At many all. other things yeah. that happened in this game. 
it is not on him. Some some late timely turnovers. You had some like some I sloppy. go back. The biggest thing for me or stretch for me was we had the ball. We were up 53-51 with the ball about seven and a half minutes to go. Kyle Rode grabbed the loose ball on the floor, took right? a timeout. Yep. Yep. You're like, Shoot. oh man. Play. Like you Better feel like move. there's still yeah. so much time left, but you felt like, man, if we get a two possession lead, yeah, that move. would just feel mm-hmm. like such a big deal. Yeah. And you turn it over on the inbound pass. And then the very oh, next possession, that was you turn, yeah. Colin turnover, Porter yeah. turned it over, which was his only turnover. I know. Yeah, one turnover in the last five games. Yeah. Like, that's right. how good it he's been. It was like 200 minutes yeah. of game time. Yeah, that's incredible. Was, yeah. And then after that turnover. He's supposed to be a senior in high right. school, people. Yeah. A senior in high school. And he's, like, sitting there balling against, like, five, six years. But seniors. after that turnover, Kennesaw took the lead. They never gave up the lead. After. Right. They never trailed right. the rest of the way. You felt like that was that little window yeah. where, man, if you just get up a couple of possessions, give yourself just a little breathing and, room, and you just weren't quite that, able to do it. And that's in championship games at any yeah. level, whatever sport it is, the margin of error shrinks yeah. down yep. so mm-hmm. tight. But I will say this. The one thing that I did love about Darius is that, you know, he knew it wasn't falling. He said it, he said it on yeah. our podcast. Sometimes it doesn't go. But he got to the rack right. a couple late. That those were not easy shots he, that actually did he went physical. Physical. when he was going and I was to the like, rim, though. Like, I feel like he didn't I mean, get any. A couple of those, like, he initiated the contact, okay. but like, he was like, obviously going to bigger guys than him. Oh and he goodness. got physical with them, mm-hmm. shoulder into him to create a little space. And that, yeah, you're right. They absolutely had to have it. And he recognized yeah, yeah, yes. that this is how I'm going to have Jump to score. Jump shot wasn't falling. I'm going to get to the rack, all 150 pounds yeah. soaking wet of him. And he got there and he made those. Some of those were. Difficult shots. shots. Yeah. yeah. That kept us around. So I asked Matt before the the podcast about this, and I would never, ever question any coaching decision by Coach McKay. Ever, ever, ever. I'm just saying, I'm just saying this. This is a thought, and it might be stupid, but I don't really care. I want Joe's opinion on it. Okay, give it to me. Kennesaw State, it's what, 20 seconds to go. You yep. know they're gonna, you know, bleed out the clock yeah. and they're gonna drive to get the foul. Do you foul them with like like right away, I want to hear what Joe says. Do you foul him right away? You know, force him to make those two free throws, and then I think they had a timeout. So then you get the ball, like inbound yeah. it at midcourt, and you try to like draw up a play. Because I'm putting my money in that situation on Darius McGee making a three or yeah. making um, some sort. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm just curious. I mean, the question ultimately comes down to: Does you want to extend the game or not in a situation where you're tied, right? And so. If you look, like, you can play the analytics side of things and say, okay, who's the worst free throw shooter on the court right now? And you go and foul him, right? Then if he does – if it were they in the yeah, – they're in the double bonus yeah. at that point, right? At least so, – yeah. So the odds are he's going to make one, one of two. Now you're playing from behind. But then you get into can you go and extend – go down, make a quick basket, get the lead back, or, you know, extend the game even further. So I err on the side of – doing what Coach McKay, the decision that he made to do, is like, hey, the game's tied. Let's go down. Let's make them make a play. We, be- we believe in yeah. our defense. That's mm-hmm. who we are. Yeah. That's what we pride ourselves in. Right. So let's go down and let them make them make a play in order to beat us instead of trying to go the opposite direction. With yeah, them. make them make a tough shot. Yeah, make them make a tough shot. You know, you know they're going to be guarding. Everybody's on high alert. You're going to be guarding know, like crazy. And it just didn't. But, so. yeah, so you go. You can go either. you can go either way with that. Yeah. So, but I, I like uh, how I like how I he mean, played no, it. I mean, no, I, I figured that there was a reason why. Yeah. I was just curious of like, oh man, I you know. And then the other question is, is oh Matt, you answer this right now is what what was <laughs> Matt said what, the same thing. What was the free throw percentage that Kennesaw was at? 
What do they end up shooting? They for? end up shooting 83%. So they're, they're yeah, shooting. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like yeah. they're in a funk where they're missing a lot of different, a lot of free throws. Youngblood, seven to seven, yeah. Stroud, two to two. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's like, I don't know if I want to play from behind. Yeah. And yeah. the fact, the guy that went to the line, Terrell Burden, I mean, he was, was five, five to seven. seven. Now, the second yeah. one, whether he missed it or on purpose or not, it's smart if he did. Yeah. And, oh, and yeah. the announcer said the same thing. I said, yeah. like, that was, yeah. maybe, you know, that would have been the smart For thing sure, if that's what you, he did. But, like, missed that. Um, it's, yeah, it's tough. I mean, did you say the same thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, I don't think most coaches won't purposely put themselves down. They'll right. they'll play play it out and just hope you get that get one stop as opposed to maybe hoping they miss a free throw. Right. Or then you know then hoping you get the rebound if he misses the second free throw. Right. Because right, right, that right. could go wrong. Right. They make right, the first, right. they miss the second, they get the rebound, then you're yeah. stuck again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of things. So they just say one stop. Let's get to overtime. And they're shooting 80-some percent from the line. Right. They're going to make, you know, yeah. they're, they're right. going to make. Yeah. I mean, think Double. about think about this, though. Let's just put this all into a little bit of perspective because, obviously, it, it, it's not fun right now thinking about this. Liberty as a program has played in the last six years in five conference championship games. Five conference championship games in the last six years. They lost yesterday by one point on a free throw with .7 seconds left. Yep. Six years ago. They lost on a buzzer beater to Radford and Carly Jones ripped their I heart don't out. Like Radford. So like you're that close. Highlander. You're that close. Pretty good as a Highlander. To being the in the Toyota, NCAA right? tournament five of the last six years. Yeah. That close. Yeah. So like I hope Liberty like fans and stuff understand that that like what we've seen is not normal around the country. Well, Think you, about you, how many other teams have been in the champion conference championship just since liberty's been in the a sun you saw the stat we've been there four out of five years mm-hmm. no one else has been there more than twice and that was just one team lipscomb, lipscomb like yeah. you saw the stat right what that they the put it on 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 tv and it was over the last six years top five winningest programs yeah. it was like i can't remember them all but it was like gonzaga kansas kansas and houston i think houston yeah. and liberty well, he was in the top five. And I know wow. people over the last six years. It's yeah. it's hard for people like your casual basketball fan to get their mind around it. Cause if you're like a casual like fan, you're like pay attention to Liberty, but you're like, oh well, I mean Duke makes it every year to the tournament. Oh, Kansas makes it every year. Yeah, but would they make it every year if they had to win their conference tournament yeah. championship to get in? Right. No, of course not. You're point. you're not playing by the same set of rules. Yeah. So like you, you can't compare the two. And still right. Go. You can't compare the two. It's a different world in the power five. It is more difficult when it comes down to it. You have to be good those three days in March to get there. Yeah. Bottom line. And every year there's going to be some team that gets hot or some other team that's playing well. And year after year after year, Liberty's put themselves right there on the doorstep of getting in and have gotten in 100%. three times. So, like, are we doing a tease? Because that should be our tease. Like, I hope tease. people just understand that, though. Like, because I, you see, I, you no, see, you, the, you see people online, some people are like, oh, this program needs to go in a different direction, whatever. Like, that's all garbage. Don't Complete garbage, and you don't understand college basketball if you think that. Like, you're putting yourself right there well, time after and, time. And, yeah. and not to not in a complaining way, but Coach McKay did talk about that after. He's like, you don't understand how difficult. We can't get those top-tier um, matchups, like, as, as right. far as, like, those Power 5 games. Like, Quad ones is what he's calling them. Like, we don't get that because no one in quad one will play us. Well, think about so this. So it's more difficult to, like, to get that outside. Like two um, weeks ago, bit. people are talking about, oh, Texas Tech, if they win BTCU, they're right back in the tournament mix. They were like seven games below 500 in conference. But yeah, the Big yeah. 12 is so strong right. that any win you get yeah. is a marquee win, like big win. Like, oh, boy, that really – 
helps you, you want like, expansion of the tournament. Well, I go back. No, I mean, it I understand sense, where Richie though. McKay comes from yeah. because he's like, if those teams won't schedule us in the first place, yeah. then we lose out on the opportunity to have those games on our resume. It's a one-shot deal. And then deal. we never get it's a, one a shot. chance for gotta, that large. You got to win. So I get that. My fear, though, is if you expand it, what are you going to get? You're going to get the entire Big 12 in. You're going to get a lot of mediocre Power 5 teams in. And maybe you get a few more mid-majors. But I just feel like the mid-majors always get the short end of the stick. Oh, It'll annoying. just end up being more of your mediocre Power 5 teams. You know what right. I mean? So I, I understand why Coach McKay wants that. I just don't know if it would work out in the favor of the mid-major team as much as it should. Okay. Final thoughts on this men's basketball yeah. um, season. Well, Coach McKay did say, like, we hope that we're not done playing basketball. Right. So we, we do want to – That was, my, that was yeah. my next question. We, was, we do want to keep that, you know, out there. There's um, a couple of them now, isn't there? Yeah, but Liberty should be being the number two team in the A-Sun and the number one team won the conference and going to the NCAA tournament. Liberty should be in line to go to the NIT. Now, I have no inside information or anything like that, but, like, they should be. And that's a big deal. And I know – for a lot, for Liberty right now, having those three straight, anything other than the NCAA tournament feels like, ugh, like whatever. But like, there's a lot of programs that would kill to yeah. go to the NIT. So right. hopefully that works extra out. Extra basketball for young good. kids. Too. Right. I think it'd be good for this this uh, team to go and get the extra experience. And I think it would be good for Darius McGee to. I don't think he wants to go out. Um, well, hopefully, A, he's not, like, hurt, and, and there wasn't something more to that game of why he wasn't shooting and making some of those shots that we see him make all the time. But, you know, I don't think he wants to go out like that, and I think that he would he would do one last ride, um, take one last ride so. with these guys. I hope so. so. I we'll keep you posted on that. But You know, it was, will... a rough, it was a rough weekend for Yacht Talk. How? Yeah. yeah, okay. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Joe, yeah. this is we not got, about you. This is about it. Liberty men's De basketball. We had the Denver loss and lacrosse for the Tar Heels. The Carolina lost. And then I had to come in yesterday and finish it off with the Flames loss. It was Remember crazy. somebody asked you what would make you cry more? UNC not making the tournament? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heading that way. We got, we got both. <laughs> Liberty not making the tournament? We got both. Or so me I'm winning the JPL. Still, still TBD on that one. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, TBD. I mean, there's two of those two of those getting ready to happen. Yeah, no, it's I think you look good. forward, though, and you talk How about... How will you remember this um, team, regardless if yeah. they play in the NIT? Uh, I think you'll remember it kind of looking around, looking at Darius McGee. Mm -hmm. You'll remember that. And, and just, the again, him coming back for, for, for an extra year when he didn't have to and um, what he poured in this team. I mean, you heard, uh, watching the press conference, Kyle Rode talking about Darius and how much he meant to them. Um, that was That was powerful. And, and so I think just thinking about that and how selfless he was in doing that, mm -hmm. uh, I think that's what I'll, I'll remember about this group. You know what I think of this team? This is what I think of when I think of this team. Just from a guy who's been in, in, in a fair share of locker rooms, right? And that is this team was the true epitome of a team that really loved each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like these guys, really, these dudes, they, they'll look back 20 years, 25 years from now, and these guys, this group – is still going to be really tight. And what you like about it, too, is you had such a great core group of seniors and then these young right. guys and how they did such a great job from the leadership standpoint of the old guys, mentoring the young guys, and then accepting each other and coming together as a team. And I think these guys will always, always remain very close for the rest of you their lives. You know what? I bet one day they'll have a men, they'll have a pickleball league together. I bet they will. I, you know, there's no, you, there's hey guys, no doubt. Guys, guys. Because that's the pinnacle of male bonding. Yeah. <laughs>
100%. It happens on the pickleball. 100%. <laughs> Guys, you will always, always, anybody who's on the 2022, yeah. 2023 Liberty Flames basketball team, you always have an honorary invitation to the JPL. Wow. She doesn't, you do. <laughs> uh, all right, so can nice. we spin it forward real Wait, quick? Wait, this is a loaded no. question because, okay. or a loaded statement, but um, is Colin Porter going to be the, ba the college basketball player that he eventually will be? Um, without Darius McGee staying back and, and, and molding him this year. Well, I think that he, like... I think that certainly it was a benefit. Quickly elevated. That was a benefit. Uh, you also think about... I mean, no, probably not. Probably not. I, because I he didn't. So either. You, yeah. He didn't have to worry about scoring for a lot of this season. Mm -hmm. Late in the year, he took... He shouldered more of that, and it was awesome seeing him do it. But really coming in, it was just handle the ball, don't turn it over, facilitate, learn the defense... And so that did make his transition to college ball a little bit easier. You know what I really I like about him? Is that dude has lately has really been grinding on the defensive mm -hmm. end. Like, dude, he moves. I mean, he finished he is, with he's working. And you he's look at strong. look at his stat line in the game. He, he had the eight points and the big three there to tie it. He had six rebounds and yes. four assists. Like he did it all. Mm -hmm. He did it all. It was so funny to see, like, the physicality of these guys. The and, I mean, yeah. we're talking bigs trying to grab rebounds. And you see Colin come away yeah. with it. I'm like, let's go. Yeah. Um, wow. All right. Such a great season. Hopefully the guys will um, continue to compete in the NIT. We'll keep you posted with that. When do you find when, out about that? Uh, well, it'll be after Selection sure. Sunday. So okay. Once, so yeah. like it's like a fun. week. Yeah. yeah. Um, women's basketball. Let's go. They took down Kennesaw State Let's in quarterfinals. So up next for them, is it Lipscomb? Lipscomb yeah. on, uh, I believe it's Wednesday Tomorrow, night. Or, Wednesday, or Tuesday, what night? Hold on. What's the date today? Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday okay. night. They'll take on the three-seed Lipscomb. If they win that, they would very likely go to Florida yeah. Gulf Coast Ooh. for the championship. Wait, why do they go to Florida Gulf Coast? Because the, they're the ones. They're the ones. Oh, they are yeah, one? They're, because they're, I, I they're thought, a lone one, right? I thought we yeah. were tied atop the no, standings. No, okay, so we have one, a couple. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. So we'll keep you posted in the Lady Flames. I think that was their 15th straight win. I think that's right. Something. Yeah, you, I mean, they are just. You lose track, but yeah. They're on lot. fire. And it was a dominant um, win, so they needed that. Mailbag. You we did only it have for me. One. I won't even do it. Okay, go ahead. You can no, do it. Ahead. I know. We only have Mailbag. one. <laughs> Flame Central at liberty.edu. If you want to send in your questions, comments, or critiques, we will. Um, Filter out which ones we want to include and which ones make us look the best. Yeah, so we didn't actually get any actual questions this week, yeah. but we did get an interesting email. Joe talked last week about, uh, as a kid, watching the NCAA tournament, and there was like a telethon yeah. where you could pay to get them to switch the channel to the yeah, other game. And a guy actually emailed in with more detail on that. Oh, he did? Really interesting. Okay. Yeah, Jeff sent us. He said, oh, it was yes. Mike Baker on channel 56, yeah. WNBC. <laughs> Early 80s. <laughs> I Thank knew, you. I he knew said, you'd love this. He said the guy would be like, we need $2,000 to show you this SEC game. Yes. And then, like, people would, like, Don't call in. Yes. And uh, so, like, during every, like, timeout or late game situation, basically, he would come on and beg for contributions. Correct. And then people would donate money to see the game they wanted to. This I wasn't is how, lying. I wasn't this, sure I wasn't if that lying. was legit. Yes. Apparently, it was. This is how the JPL is going to start being so, televised. Who said that, Jeff? <laughs> Jeff. Yeah, Jeff's in and said he, he could confirm that. And even sent part of an article from the Washington Post that told was like, you no one will believe this, but here's a story from back then. Hey Jeff, welcome to the circle of trust. <laughs> Yacht talk coffee mug yeah. on its way, my we'll friend. We'll get Jeff's uh, his his uh, address so you can oh ship him one. But yeah, so that is bizarre. 
Yes, but, it was but unbelievable. it's true story. It's okay. arbitrary. Strange but true. So after the Flames lost last night, we were all so depressed that we decided to just get in the car oh. and drive straight yeah. back to Lynchburg. 20-hour day. Um, it was after one because we stopped at the QT instead of the Circle K. <laughs> yeah. She's not um, bitter about this. She's, side she side yeah. You don't want to travel with me because I'm not letting yeah. you like stop very long, and it needs yeah. to be right off the exit. Yeah. Um, what else were we going to uh Joe. So we had a lot of controversy. Oh my gosh. There was a yes. firestorm on social media last what week. A firestorm. Uh, um, for good reason. About Joe, he made the comment, and we pulled the clip. He initially made the comment that he could run a 540 mile. Now he's since backtracked yeah, on I'm that. Yeah, I'm backtracking on that. Um, so sure. we need to sure sell him. Been a lot of fans sure. questioning. I used what... to hate that things would be recorded and saved yeah. on the internet, no, <laughs> if you no, know what I mean. Yeah. But now I love it. There's gotta be. There's gotta be a little bit of grace here. Sure. Okay, I got no. put on. No, listen to me. I got put on the spot at that time with not really understanding the mile times. Right. You didn't know right? the splits and yeah, you didn't know the math wrong. I was doing my math wrong and I admitted it was wrong. There's not in a gazillion years can I run underneath under a six minute mile. There's yeah. no There's chance. no way. So we need to set so a time. for clarification okay. purposes, I said six minutes basically. Okay? okay. Emily said ten. She said, No, no way you can run under a ten minute mile. Right? That's correct. She That's, did on say that. yeah. That's on video. That's on video. She did say 10. And what I'm saying is, hey, what does a good arbitrator do? Let's meet in the middle. All right, we're Solomon. And here. so let's, yeah, right. Let's right. Meet, let's Split it down the middle. Split it right down yeah. the middle. So uh, I'm going eight minute mile. Can Joe Yock break an eight minute mile? Are you the okay training with that begin time? Are you okay with that time? So that's a two, that's a two, two just minutes. so you know, two, a two minute two lap. And I, it's how, not it depends be, how long you're going to. It's not going to um, be easy. Okay, so yes, the day that's training. That's still yeah, really tough. Oh, yeah. Like, that's. For a guy that's not a runner. I'm not a, a shuffler, as we decided. I'm not a shuffler. I'm more than that. I mean, I was a sprinter, right? But but I'm no spring chicken anymore, <laughs> as I like to say. That is true. can put that. So with that being said, it. so with that being said, me not being a spring chicken. Here's what my thought is, and, you, and no, I don't. Let me talk to you guys about this. My thought is, it's beginning of March. I need right. some training time. Sure. My birthday. You factor in time for injury. We you didn't in, do anything for yeah. my birthday. I, did, I thought I was going to get an invitation again, to the JPL. This isn't about you. This is yeah, about my mom. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's right back at you. you Joe. Right back at you. Yeah. Um, so here's what I say: 53 years old on April 25th. Oh, that's just a, a, less than a, less than two months away. You I'm going to be in my uh, in Mexico for my wedding. Oh, of course you are. It's all about it. Yeah, it's all about Emily and her wedding. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I have yeah. waited forever. Yeah. Hey. Matt, For years, that, you guys have been like, are you date? ever going to get married, Emily? And then I finally do. And okay. then you're like, let's actually do the mile when Emily's gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know why you want to do the mile. You I probably would, look at my wedding this? invitation. That's a fair date. How about he got an invitation? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, Matt, you, I gave you a magnet. Uh, uh, I didn't get a magnet. Oh, my gosh. I'll put it in your Yacht Talk cup. <laughs> uh, okay, since she's not going to be here, what if we went Monday, May 1st? So you even get another week almost. Are you okay with that? Check your schedule. <sighs> you may have, have another vacation planned. I'm not sure if there's another. I'll be You're going to another foreign land. Yeah, yeah, gallivanting. Whatever. Um, May first. Yeah. Monday. Let's we'll plan do the on podcast it. out there. Well, yeah, we'll definitely have cameras out there. Yeah, we'll <laughs> bring shoot the whole it. table. <laughs> yeah, we just set the table right there. <laughs> it's gonna the be track. incredible. Yeah. My All first right. day back from we'll my wedding, I'm gonna Straight be like, my hamstring yeah, hamstring. right, right. Yeah. Did you go out and actually ran a little bit? I went out and I ran two laps. What how, was how your time? Feel? I'll tell you my time. Joe, this is the training is private. Right. Okay. Oh my it's gosh, a private training. I went to LU so track. Dramatic. Right. I went over. I went actually went over to uh, football office and and offensive coordinator Willie Corn and I sat yeah. down. We watched a little film together. 
That's good. And he's explained a little Liberty, Liberty football offense, which good. is great, by the way. And just on a side note, the Flames are going to score a whole mess of points. Okay. I'm good. calling that right now. <laughs> yeah. Calling that right now. Yeah. And then after that, I had my shoes and my shorts. And I said, what do you want you bring your shoes and shorts and shirt in here for, yeah. Joe? I said, because I've been challenged. And you don't challenge Joe Yock and get away with it. Yeah. And uh, so then I went out to the track. And I said, oh, let's see where I'm at. And I right. ran two laps. How'd you feel the next morning? It was sore. It was <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was not fun. No, so it's the so, longs. Yes, it's it's the. It's was track it? I got run. I got track throat. I got track throat. <laughs> Oh my yeah. gosh! You know what, Callie? Don't call me not... after. I could barely understand. I'm like, what? He's like, I got drag throat. Yeah, I got the track. We got yeah. what? I got the track. Yeah, exactly. If you're looking to buy a home, don't call Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. He'll be on the track. Find him on the track. <laughs> Find him on the track. <laughs> Water, man. Water. Yeah. Here's the thing. We had Kelly Doe, and she crushed it in the ASUN Indoor Championship. She has not replied to any of my texts since the show. Yeah, where's Kelly Doe? Yeah. Because you where's scared Doe her. At? I did not scare Kelly Doe. So here's the thing. I bet you. Matt's going to train. I bet you, I'll train Joe. This is, this is what's Mick from Oh, my gosh. Uh, Chasing chickens. Yeah. All that kind of old school. I hope, because yeah. you are so doomed. Yeah. I bet Joe went over to the indoor track and did two laps over there and not knowing that that's only a 200 lap. And he's Stop. all, his Stop. times are going to be like, all off. I'm going to run a four minute mile. <laughs> I, yeah. I was, I'm not going to say Yeah, it. don't even say it. Okay, thanks so much for listening or watching. This is the <laughs> Flame Central Podcast. It's powered by Alcova Mortgage. Um, we have spring football starting this week. Yeah, yeah two days, right? This week. So Thursday. next week, we oh, will break Thursday. down some of, um, well, there's only two practices this week, break. and then it's spring break. So I don't know how much we're going to be able to dive in next week, but um, we'll find something to we'll talk about and, and keep it short and sweet for you guys. I'm going to go be else? depressed for the rest no, of the day. No, we're not. And hey, great job, Liberty Basketball. No, no I Friday love you guys. guys. Yeah. We love that program so much. Oh, Coach McKay, we love you guys, and thanks so much for a great season. Hopefully you guys Let's keep it going. Yeah. For Joe and Matt, I'm Emily. We'll see you next week. Power.